Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the show, the hump day edition of the Donna and Steve experience Very on my talk 1071. It is a Wednesday here on the show. So if you're new to the show, first of all, welcome. Hi. We're happy to have you. It's Donna Valentine, radio legend Hello. here in the Twin Cities. Got I, Steve it. Patterson, her co-host. Uh, today at 1130, we might play the Millennial X Games or... We might play Steve Gets Schooled on the 80s. Oh, okay. So there's a little fluidity there, so stay with us for that. 10.30, we play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge, all sorts of fun. Um, and coming up in just a few, we, we have Tinder released a dating dictionary for folks of a certain age who might not be up to snuff on current dating lingo. They have a list of 20 things. I found the whole list to be pretty entertaining. Okay, I have to say. Uh-huh. I'm just going to say this. Uh-huh. If it's for a person of a certain age, that person must be looking for someone quite younger because if you're communicating with someone in your age range, they don't really need this. Maybe not. But, you know, I think what they're saying is, look, the the online dating lingo has changed. This ain't eHarmony back in the year 2000 anymore. Right. Things are different. Right. There's new language. And so here's the dictionary that you can reference. Love it. Uh, so you can keep up in conversation. Looking forward to it. Uh, but we begin with a show that now the, I hate to say it, Donna, but the nation is binging. Oh, wow. And it's happening on Instagram. Oh. And it's happening with... I actually looked at your Instagram yesterday, last night. Well, this is happening in Insta Stories, which I know you're a little less, you frequent that space a little less. Correct. Insta Stories... I don't mean to, you know, explain this to people who are like, yeah, dummy, we know this. But it only lasts for a day, right? It's those little circles yep. up top. Yeah, no, just, I look at those. Yeah, rapid I didn't videos. look at yours, but... Yeah, so they last for uh, for 24 hours and then they're gone. It's easy to miss them. Anyway, a couple days ago, last week I, I had a shrunken sweater I posted uh-huh. a video about and was like, oh, my sh- sweater is shrunk. And then Kelly Ripa got on and said, hey, Steve, I can fix that sweater. Right. So then I responded. Uh, it was like, ha ha, I'll call your bluff. Tell me where to send it. She DMs me within 30 seconds. Here's where to send it. So then I shoot this video earlier this week of uh, me at the post office. Like, all right, guys, weird twist in the sweater saga. Mm -hmm. I'm sending it now, blah, blah, blah. I put a little handwritten note in there in all this. So I send it. I do two-day, $28. Wow. $28. I hope the sweater's 
<laughs> worth more than the that. sweater was provided by uh the show ring nation okay. that i did so, so i don't know what it cost but i like this sweater it's a turtleneck sweater which i, I haven't how had did it a- cost 28 dollars. how much does it weigh it does hardly anything but i put it in this flat rate box that they said might help but i was asking for guaranteed two day i was oh. trying to get overnight overnight was 48 bucks wow i feel so incompetent at post offices too i cannot tell you how <laughs> dumb i look there and I'm saying it out loud. And and I had to put use different envelopes. It was a whole thing. They held my hand through the whole process. So thank you to the Chaska Post Office. I send it. She just responds like, oh, ye of little faith. Well, yesterday, <laughs> I go on to, uh, getting, I'm getting these notifications. Hey, Kelly mentioned you in a story. And you know, I have a man crush like many people do on Mark Consuelos. Yes. Who appears in this story. So, she then releases a series of videos, which has made this feel like this episodic thing. I have people DMing me saying, I'm binging this show harder than The Last of Us right now. Like, I just need to hear. So Kelly oh would put God. out a thing. She put out five parts. And then Lou and I last night started doing, I dragged, Lou's always like, do I have to do this? I was like, just come, we're going to do some reaction videos. Let's watch it. And, uh, and so we were then laughing as we were watching and did some reaction videos. So here is a little bit. This is when she has received the package, but okay. has not yet opened it. Okay. Um, and you'll hear Mark Consuelos, who I am scared of, talking uh, about the sweater situation in the background. Guess what's here? Steve's sweater. Steve's sweater. <laughs> Why does Steve send you sweaters? Yeah. He's not sending me sweaters. I'm fixing his sweater. Why are you fixing the sweaters? Because I read the Laundry Guy's Laundry Love book, and Told I'm going to fix this mother. Patrick Richardson, Minnesota. Are you sure? A hundred percent. I think that's fake news. Let me see how small it is. I think it's small. I'm going to try it on. He's big. He's a big guy. Yeah. I'm going to fix it. He's huge. Steve's hey! a big guy. It's going to get fixed. <laughs> okay. Now let's stop right there. Okay. Donna, the main takeaway, I think we would all agree. Mark Consuelo's talking about my body. Yes. Beautiful. Donna, come so on. Nice. He is a massive monument of a man. He looked jacked up in this video, too. At one point, he walks across and it's just, I mean jacked up have you seen his arms he looks pretty big yeah sure pretty big the vein coming out of his bicep at ease is remarkable oh my gosh so anyway so that's when they're looking at the package now inside of the package i wrote a little letter to her and uh and then this is so this is them reading the letter and then actually seeing the size of the sweater Listen to this letter, ready? Mm. Kelly, this fits my seven-year-old daughter. It kind of fits three-year-old Dev, too. (laughs) We'll be holding round-the-clock prayer vigil for you and your efforts, wishing (laughs) you all the luck in the laundry world while keeping my expectations subterranean. P.S. Just noticed some discoloring at the bottom of the sweater, willing to pay for additional services. (laughs) Much love to you and Mark, Steve. I'm going to fix this sweater. Now here the sweater gets pulled out at this Whoa. point. <laughs> oh it's a baby sweater. I'm going to try it on. Trying it on right now. Okay, now let me say this. Good there thing were, you sprayed it with cologne. I huh? did, which, which uh, Ross, the podcast boss, just complimented my Versace arrow. So I sprayed it a little bit. But then a lot of people had been jumping into the comments. And as you heard, Mark and Spiller say that I'm a huge person. You heard that, Donna. Yeah, His I heard it. His a lot of people are like, oh, my gosh, this could fit Kelly. Kelly should just keep this. I mean, there were a gazillion people just saying Kelly should keep it. Sure enough, in the very next video that she posted on her Insta story, there is what you're seeing here. You'll hear it. But what you're seeing is Kelly Ripa standing in front of her mirror 
wearing my sweater. Here it is. The sweater is now on me. Let me see. <laughs> it's really cute on me. It's like a belly sweater. It is like a belly sweater. Just a little navel exposed. Belly sweaters? Yeah. Let me pull up my pants. <laughs> I mean, this is chic on me. I don't even know if Steve's going to get this back. <laughs> it's really chic. I got to be honest. So cute. It looked great on her. Oh, both Lou she and should I, keep it. Lou and she I both agree. We were like, that looks great <laughs> on her. But as I said on, on Instagram, like, I want my stuff back. A deal is a deal. I sent it to what? you for service. I want to see if she could actually pull it off. Well, so then, well, the next video, I mean, she was on a tear last night. The next video is Kelly Ripa in her laundry room, and you will hear her reference, the laundry guy. Who we Everybody loves Patrick Richardson uh, here in Minnesota. He's got a store at Mall of America. He's been on Twin Cities Live a bunch of times, been yep. on Live with Colin Ryan a bunch of times. He's been on with Lori and Julio He's a bunch like of co-hosted, times. Yeah. yeah. So um, here she is referencing him as she actively works on the sweater, Donna. Okay, Steve, so I'm in the laundry room and I'm using Patrick Richardson, the laundry guy's Ooh. recipe for fixing your sweater. It is a recipe. I've got your here. baby sweater here, your tiny baby sweater. <laughs> and I've added my tablespoon of olive oil to my warm water. <gasps> olive oil. What? And right now I'm just going to submerge your sweater and let it sit. Okay. <laughs> Oh my so, God, I can't believe how much work she's putting in there. Don't hate the player, the- hate the game. <laughs> just gonna let all of that olive she's oil. She's got a, a Swiffer in the background, which matters in a moment. fabrics. Okay. And then while I'm down here, I might Swiffer the floor. <laughs> she should have tagged the laundry guy. She did. Oh, she did. Oh, yeah, yeah, you'll get there. I think you're a couple massage, slides behind. Massage. So there she is massaging this in the basin. Uh, there was another <laughs> one that I woke up to, and there was another update where she has she has the baby sweater, the shrunken baby sweater, now stretched out. Okay. She's happy to report that the stain that I did reference, the discoloring, is gone. So wow. that's good. So we already got that gone. Okay, now we're talking about Kelly Ripa, if you're just joining us, trying to fix Steve's baby Shrunken sweater. Shrunken baby sweater. And she's using the techniques of Patrick Richardson. Um, and it's 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 working. But it was just such a funny moment as a new video comes through and then another video. And it's like she is she's committed her she Tuesday committed. night. And she is a woman on a mission here. She she sent me a message last night after all this and said, I am determined like this will happen. So the updated video is. She's got it stretched out, not totally back to its normal size, she doesn't think, <laughs> right? Uh, but pretty good. And she said, I was thinking of really keeping the sweater, but I could hardly fit my head through that little turtleneck opening, because that sucker really shrunk down. I cannot express that how small crazy. it was. crazy. So people were joking and saying, I am glued to Instagram right now, going back and forth from Kelly's episode. It's brilliant. And then Lou and I were doing a talkback episode <laughs> on ours of like reaction. And then she included your reaction <laughs> in her story. Right, exactly. Yeah. So it's, it's wow. captivating the nation it's awesome this is so cool so we will update you as kelly ripa gives updates on the state of the sweater and the kelly kelly ripa garment restoration business we will let you know um how that goes but anyway just thought that was very funny last night so we'll keep you updated on that with that we are over time uh-huh. we will come back when we return we've got the tinder dating dictionary terms that we all can learn that Yay. when we come back it's don and steve it's my talk Stevie Boy for my buddies over at the Canopy Group. Uh, They would love to save you money, like your hard-earned money. 
I had one my talker who said, hey, guess what? Switched. Heard you talk about the Canopy Group. I saved over, I think it was about $1,200, a little north of that. And then a few months later, they reached out and I was like, oh, goodness, did something go wrong? Why am I hearing from them again? They said, well, Steve, we had an insurance claim. And from the time that we we uh, reported the claim, had somebody come out and take a look at it and had money in our account beginning to end three days. They said, we've never had insurance respond to us in a claim so quickly. They are thrilled with their experience with the Canopy Group. And you're thinking, well, yeah, they're paying extra for that. No, they're not. No, they're saving money. They're paying less. And it doesn't cost you any money. All you've got to do is go to thecanopygroup.com. Their team of 40 specialists go to work on your behalf. They turn to their 16 insurance companies and say, all right, who can meet their needs the best at the absolute best price? You've got nothing to lose. You've got money to save. The Canopy Group Dot com. Okay, we're back. Good morning. Thanks for listening. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Woo. Did you just get invited on a date? I did not, but thank you for asking. Do you think you'd be on Tinder if you were a single guy? Um, I bet I would online date. Yeah, I don't... It's funny. You almost get to a point now where you think, if not online dating, what's your strategy? Right. How do you meet somebody? If you're looking for love right. and if you, and I'm not shaming here, but if you don't want to go to a bar. Right. Then. What do you do? Yeah. What do you, where are you meeting these people? And so it just seems like it really yeah. does make it efficient. You really have to get out there. You know, you have to go to bars, bowling alleys, uh, the charity events. You got to be social. Yeah. And you got to know somebody who knows somebody. And, it, you know, even like charity events and all this stuff, there's usually always alcohol flowing at these places. Oh, for sure. And that can just, that can inflate one's interest in someone else. So, uh, so what I like is. What? Donna. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're sabotaging my story oh, by your hacking. Okay, sorry about that. Uh, but I like that, you know, online dating is. It's kind of like, you know, a sober approach to finding someone that you have interest in. And then you can quickly figure out, oh, cool, they like pickleball, too. You know, that we oh, have some shared gym, interest, et cetera. Join a club. Yeah. Yeah, no. It's kind of tough. So, yeah, I think I would. I, and I totally get it when people do. Makes oh, sense. me too. Like, you know what you want. You look for it. And then you go and test drive it. Well, now uh, Tinder has, uh, they've launched a dating dictionary to help some folks understand um, and maybe even date younger people who use different sort of, a different sort of language. There's so many of them here, uh, but let me rattle through a few. Situationship, Donna. That's when it's more than just like hooking up a quick connection with somebody, but it's not exclusive. So you're in a situationship. Okay. At that point. That's a good one. I like that. A dater view. Like an interview. Is like when a date feels a lot like a job interview. Okay. A, oh, God, it was a total dater view. Yeah. What was your GPA in high school? Oh. Any uh, extracurricular activities that you're involved in? Where do you see yourself in five years? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> How about a textlationship? That's when you text all the time, but you rarely meet up in person. You're in a textlationship. Mm. Um, are you- Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Are you a dry texter? A lot Hazard of guys are, I think. Hazard a guess as to what that is. I think I know what it you is. Know? It's just dot, 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 period, dot, 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 dot. Not no emojis. Yes, yes, it's that's just, it. Yeah, okay. you're a dry texter if you're someone who writes boring text and you don't use many emojis. Don't be a dry texter. Yeah. Get a gif in there. Do you do emojis? No, I, I love emojis. I'm an exclamation point, so I, people know you're in a good mood. You're not, you know. I'll still do it old school. I don't use the emoji. I'll do the colon close parentheses for a smiley face in a text. Doesn't it automatically make it a smiley face? No. Oh, I, oh, that's cute. <laughs> that's cute. Uh, that's so nice. Yeah, you heard that. Okay. Uh, let's see here. A uh, OTP, that's short for one true pairing or the perfect couple. Oh, they're an OTP. I'm in an OTP. You know me. I'm an OP- I like it. Okay, say that again, though. An OTP is the one true pairing or like the perfect couple. Okay. That's uh, cute. Love bombing is something from the Tinder dating dictionary. Love bombing, that's when you come on too strong at the start of a relationship. When both people do it, it can lead to a, what they call a turbo relationship. Like, okay, what are they doing? They've known each other for two weeks. Right, they and they're moving in together. Pump the brakes here. Turbo. Um, sober first kiss. You probably know what that means. It is exactly that. It's your first kiss when you're both Sober, because as they're referencing, so many first kisses can happen when alcohol is involved. Sure. And so you get a sober first kiss. Got it. Uh, <laughs> zombieing. That's when someone that you ghosted, excuse me, someone who ghosted you suddenly pops back up in your DMs. You're getting zombied. <laughs> He's zombieing me. I thought, he, I thought he was gone. That's cute. Hard I'm going to see how many times I can say that's cute. <laughs> that's, that's hot. That's hot. That's cute. Uh, hard launch. 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 L a u n c h. Care to guess what a hard launch is according to the Tinder dating dictionary? Um, you match with someone and they are just like, okay, when do you want to go out? Okay, no, that's a good guess, but no, a hard launch is when you post your first official photo as a couple. So think of it as a, oh. excuse me, like a Instead soft of like launch soft for a business. Open, yeah, yes, this is a hard that's launch. That's funny. Okay, mm-hmm. make that Instagram official. You got to do it. You got to update it, man. They need to know. How about Riz? R I Z Z. Either of you know what Riz is? How about this? Uh, use it in a sentence. I just went out with a guy who has a ton of Riz. We might hard launch soon. Charisma. Yes. Queen. Oh, yes. Riz. Charisma. Yeah. Donna. 
Yeah, for he's the word. Got the Riz. Uh-huh. Um, Ooh, I want to hear a song called He's Got the Riz. The riz. Yeah, uh-huh. it's like, yeah, it sounds like a cracker. Yeah. Riz. Uh, I love Ritz crackers. Quickly, <laughs> Ritz crackers time. or a saltine if you're, put, if you're making them a peanut butter cracker. Ritz. Let's go. Yep. Buttery, delicious. And I go yeah. saltine even though I do love a Ritz. Ooh. I like a saltine for a... For a peanut butter cracker, which if you do that with a tall glass of milk, you just got yourself a Sunday afternoon, my friends. I mean, talk about that on a first date. There's your hot tip, right? <laughs> and you put that in the profile, like I'm a saltines guy. I don't know. I don't know how to date. Oh, my gosh. Anyway. What do we have coming up? Uh, coming up, you've got some more Chris Rock drama Oh, for yeah. Us. Oh, boy. I did a little more digging yesterday, and boy... It's getting real, um, you know, out there. Okay. All right, bye. Welcome back to the show. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Oh boy, people still talking about this Chris Rock Netflix special, which, by the way, I don't know if it did as well in the ratings as they were expecting. Well, over at Variety, they reported it's at number seven right now. But it's only been out for a couple of days. Okay, so it is in the top 10. Yes. Okay, and but it couldn't break into the top 10 worldwide ratings. Those are the U.S. top, that's the U.S. top 10. Sure, yeah. I mean, that's true. I mean, if they were just going to see who was watching it live, I, guess I bet not a lot of people. Well, yeah, I guess it's their first foray into into doing anything live anyway after they they turned us into creatures of non- event viewing. Right, right. Right. But I wonder what the highest that a stand-up special on Netflix has ever rated when it first drops. Uh, that's a good question. I mean, I know they've got some, but stand-up comedy isn't the it's not go-to programming. Right. Like some people like to laugh and don't like stand-up. Do you know what I mean? Like sure. they don't want to like necessarily sit there and like, right. okay, tell me jokes. I think a lot of people go to Netflix for episodic stuff. So I'm not super Surprise! Top ten seems right. I think I would have been surprised if it hit number one. Well, oh, for sure, I think so too. Um, but it was released on a Saturday night as opposed to Thursday or Friday for most of their shows. Mm. Usually, drop Saturday nights usually the worst night of television. Really? Yeah, Saturday and Sunday nights like the best. But Saturday night, Friday night, Saturday night. Because what do you think? Used that's to be kind of like dead spots. It's just people go, go out. out. You go out on Friday night. You go out on Saturday right. night. Sunday though, Sunday evening in particular, most people were tucked tucked in. Like Game of Thrones, that was a Sunday night show, I think. Mm. Um, but yeah, so it's sort of interesting that they put it on a Thursday night. Really feels like it would have been a a good night because you got more people that are checking Netflix. Sure. But anyway. Yeah. Anyway, um, so I was. <laughs> reading a story in a lot of people are carrying similar stories. Um, so Jada Pinkett Smith appears to be breaking her silence um, on Monday. A source in her camp spoke to people, mm. which probably means, yeah, I don't know what it means. Never mind. Um, Well, let me. The Colleen and Bradley tinfoil hat means that the call is the call is coming from inside the house, somewhere close to Jada Pinkett Smith. She doesn't want to make an official statement, but she will allow sources to speak on her behalf. Does that mean like she she calls it in, but kind of throws her voice? Hello, this is (laughs) this is Jada Pinkett Smith. Basically. Okay. Basically. So, you know, what there's what the source is telling people is that Jada had no part in all of this other than being heckled. 
Chris is obsessed with her, and that's been going on for almost 30 years. Mm. Look where he chose to film his Netflix special in her hometown. That is true. Obsessed. Um, of course, he came back and was like, it had nothing to do with that. They're, his people are saying he has performed there a few times before, and the crowd is always great. Um, so... This is this is Jada's source. Back in 2016, she helped start a movement with the Academy Awards by questioning why there were so few black members. And um, she protested the awards as part of the remember the hashtag Oscar so white movement. And Will Smith was snubbed from the best actor category. And. Of course, he'd go on to win six years later, right after slapping Chris. Did he um, joke about this too? Back at that Oscars, didn't he say like, "Yes"? Because didn't he say, "Yes"? Jada Pinkett Smith uh, boycotting the Oscars is yes. like me boycotting Rihanna's panties. Didn't he? Isn't, isn't that the joke? Am I thinking of that right? That's why I'm going to look it up. I'm going to look it up. Look it up, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that's what he said. So they were shocked at how many times he used the B word when referring to Jada on, and then. It, he made crude references to their open marriage, accusing Pinkett of cheating on Will. And he's saying, you know, he said in his special, I made some jokes about her. Who gives a bleep? That's how it is. She starts it. I finish it. That's what happened. Nobody's picking on her. She started this. Nobody was picking on her. So. Well, he so the joke, the, the joke did happen in the 2016 Oscars. And it was, the quote was, Jada said she's not coming. Isn't she on a TV show? Jada boycotting the Oscars is like me boycotting Rihanna's yes! panties. I wasn't invited. I, so, yes. So he made that joke back About in 2016, not being invited. Okay. that year. And so you could have argued that he finished it back then. If he's doing the you started, I finish it thing, tit for tat. Sure. So this would have been a second one. If you're keeping score. Yeah. I mean, and and the fact that they're saying he's obsessed with her, what does that mean? Like he's got the hots for her? Is it is it like the thing where when the kid likes you, he punches in you in grade school? Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Pulls your hair. Yeah, he's obsessed with her. <laughs> that is my interpretation of that phrase. <laughs> yeah, oh I know when somebody throws out obsessed, it feels like just the kind of clickbaity word that you could use that spins the story in a different direction. Right, right. Well, remember, so the guy that she had the entanglement with, August Alsina, mm-hmm. apparently he watched it and he laughed. And a source says, okay. August watched the Netflix special and he laughed. He thought it was not only funny, but truthful. That was the best part for him. Wow. This is a good old-fashioned, you know... Shade fest. Yes. Yes. Uh, let me go and check the old Instagram page of one Big Willie style, Will Smith. They said, they also said, so he was happy to see that Chris Rock seemed to be advocating for the truth and not just making a joke. So apparently these two, Alcina, who's now 30, and Jada, who's 51, met in 2015 at a, a wire festival in London. And... She downplayed a four-year relationship. It was not an entanglement. 
He did not drag uh, drag them in any interviews. It was not a scandal. It was just him telling his truth and getting his life back. He said he was actually physically sick from the stress of the romance. So Chris Rock had said his wife was bleeping her son's friend. I normally wouldn't talk about this stuff. I have no idea why two talented people would do something like that lowdown. Talking about the cheating. But, uh, you know, the rumor has always been that Will Smith and Jada have had an open marriage. Always. I mean, I've I've heard that from as far back as I can remember. Yes, that has been true. And Jada Pinkett Smith and Will Smith have been very open in recent years about their personal life. Red Table Talk. Right. And they talked about the entanglement. Correct. But wouldn't the entanglement make you think that, doesn't that take away some of the truth of the rumors before I get it was a hot rumor before, but if you're in an open marriage, then why would the latest fling matter? Just, is it the relationship? Is it the, is it the, the fact that it was one of their kids friends or maybe they just don't talk about it. If you know, but maybe- why would it matter if you were already in an open marriage? Why would it matter? Why would the next person matter? If that's how you view marriage, that it's I not an exclusive you. commitment mm-hmm. And then, so I'm just, the only reason I bring that up is because it makes it feel like I've heard those rumors before too about them, but the newsworthiness of all this and the red table talkiness of all this makes you think maybe this was the first time that this happened or certainly to this extent. I I think that the complication also is the fact that this person was the friend of her son. Mm -hmm. That adds a layer of salaciousness. And he was the one. It wasn't. Will and Jada, who really released the information, this I think this guy was talking first, if I recall correctly. Like he was doing some kind of interview well, or sure. something. And if that's the case, then they don't control the narrative anymore. Right. And it's fine when you control the narrative. Right. And then somebody hmm. else is going out there and talking about it. This is this is really interesting because I also read that. Chris Rock tried to, um, I'm sorry, Will Smith tried to call Chris Rock right after the award show. Sure. And he didn't pick up. Yeah, that's And he wouldn't a, pick up. Yeah. I. The, but I kind of get it. I'd be like, you're the last person I want to talk to right now. But does that mean the next day, that week, or three months later? Because remember, we went about five months without hearing from Will Smith at all radio silence. Nothing. No communication. I there think, was the statement, and then he went gone. Yeah. yeah, he issued just a written statement and then was gone. And then mm-hmm. he came back and did a video. Which Chris yes. Rock joked and said, like, I'm not buying your hostage video. Because <laughs> Will Smith was not interviewed by anybody. It was just like, you know, you walk out in front of the camera holding up uh, the paper right. with the date and that day's events <laughs> on it. Yeah, that was an interesting choice yeah, for Will it, Smith to put that video out. It was. Yeah. And then now, obviously, since then, he has done... Um, Interviews. I guess his most notable one was with Trevor Noah on The Daily Show a couple of months ago. That's right. Um, I, I was checking Will Smith's Instagram right now to see if he's issued anything. He has posted since the special. Okay. But it was just giving congratulations to Michael B. Jordan and Jonathan Majors on the success of Creed Three, which had the biggest opening ever at the box office for a sports movie. So it was totally... Unrelated in four days prior, or, uh, four days ago, uh, which would have been on Saturday, I think. Uh, he just reposted somebody saying, Jamie Foxx doesn't get enough credit for casually being the most naturally talented person on earth. 
and there's stuff of him from Ray and all okay, that. Okay, I think stuff. I saw that too. Yeah. But I saw we haven't that. seen anything. He has not addressed it, so I don't know if they'll address it. And um, I hopefully this. I bet Chris wants this to be like the end of it. Just like, listen, we're not friends. We're not going to be friends. It sounds like Chris is uninterested in reconciliation. Yes, it does. And Will seems interested in reconciliation. Well, Chris Rock's argument is like, this guy's doing this to fix his image. Mm-hmm. He's not doing it out of sincerity, right? He's doing it because, oh my gosh, what's going to happen to my career now? Yeah, I know, that's an easy thing to say. If any, so because you could say that about anyone who has made any public mistake who also is successful. Sure, you know what I mean. So I get it. You could make that argument, but they're a person too who probably immediately. I mean, Will Smith said like that night he went home, um, after the Oscars, and you could tell the buzz had worn off, the club lights had turned on. He was in his kitchen, and I think he said it was his nephew. Yep. Who said, why did you hit that man? And like instantly the 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 jig Emotions. was up and it was just like, oh my gosh. I I could I went to the club, I tried to sing summertime in a group with people and celebrate and hold my Oscar and dance, but now real life awaits me again. Yeah. And I just did this. So I, I think he does have genuine remorse. remorse. And I also am sure there is a strategic benefit, there is a career benefit to trying to own things and pursue reconciliation. Right. So I get that side of it. But I think it's a little uh, short-sighted to just say, oh, he's just trying to fix his image. Yeah. And, and it's one of those things where, you know, you do something and you want to apologize for it, but the other person just doesn't. Not ready. It's just not ready or they have a boundary and you're going to have to live in that in-between space right. and not have closure. That has to really suck. Yeah, yeah you're yeah. right, Holly. So that's a tough spot in life. And we've all experienced that yeah. with just personal relationships. Totally. You know, where, and sometimes you realize all you can do on one side, if you were the transgressor, all you can do is uh, sort of repent, own it, and seek forgiveness. Right. And, um, and And you don't get to control if they forgive or not. And likewise, if you're on the other side of it, you are the offended the cool part there is you do not have to wait for them to come on, you know, hands and knees and, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. You can forgive without that. Forgiveness right. is not dependent on somebody uh, owning it. it. Yes. So you can kind of free your own heart up and your mind up from carrying around that right. baggage. But it's all oh, super difficult stuff. It sure is. Feeling. Okay. <laughs> That's what we're bumping feelings. in with now. I know. Let's take a break. All right. Let's hey. talk about. A couple of a Hugh Jackman and a Gene Hackman. Oh, I love it. Companion stories <laughs> about the shape that they're in. I think you'll like these. Uh, we'll get into them when we come back. See something, say something next on Donna and Steve. It's Donna and Steve and Holly on my talk 1071, where talk is fun. I'm having fun. I am having fun. Today is Wednesday, and we haven't told you yet that it's hump day. I have. No, you did. did I started the show. Oh, no, I'm not remembering. Mm. It's okay. Just like you weren't remembering the other day, and now I'm not remembering. It's not that I wasn't remembering. I wasn't listening. (laughs) Do you know what I I mean? That's true. (laughs) Yeah, because people then get concerned for our mental... Right. uh, What's the word? Acumen? Not that. Mental agility? Mental... Okay, I like agility. Yeah, we need to start doing Sudoku puzzles during the during the uh, yes. show. I you're right. Think I'm wordling right. uh-huh. every day. I'm doing my best. You know what we used to do for a couple of days on the show, which helped us, was we 
we were doing the name that tune. It was like the song version of Wordle. It wasn't yeah. named that tune, but I forget what it was called. But remember, and it would give you like one little quick note. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. That yeah. was fun, and that felt like it was good for our brain. I tried to keep our brains young by for years, five years of my life, digging up things that make you go, huh, every day, digging it up like a fossil <laughs> okay, in the ground from the Triassic period, Donna. And, uh, and it more or less got soft canceled. It pops in every now you and again. You know what? I can't tell you how many times I'll be listening to a radio show and someone will say something and immediately after they say it, the other person says the same exact thing, like within 10 or 15 seconds. Like, let's just say I'm like, example uh, let's say I am talking about um, hoagies. Ooh. Oh, yes. It's just like Mad Gab hoagies. Okay. And then uh, the topic is hoagies and I go, oh, I always have to have oil and vinegar on mine. And then you say something, something, something. And you're like, but you know what I really always need? Oil and vinegar on mine. Do you see what I'm saying? I hear that so many times, like. Which means we're not listening. Correct. In that situation, that's a good idea that people aren't listening. Right. It's oh, true. Hoagies and grinders. Hoagies and grinders. Meatloaves, navy beans, meatloaf sandwich. <laughs> what is that from? Don't explain it. Just let <laughs> it happen. If you know, you know, yeah, right? Ah, uh, whatever. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? You, you see something and you Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. I'll say something right now. And we'll just, this is going to take 10 seconds. All right. Trolley sour gummy worms are without a doubt a top 10 candy on the planet. You know what I'm talking about? The trolley gummy worms? I don't know what trolley means. That's just like the name brand. No, I've never seen trolley. that. Trolley? You've eaten these before, though. They're sour gummy worms. They're a staple when we when we load up the pantry, Willy Wonka style. Huh. It's They're just so good. I uh, They're just great. They're a top 10 candy, and I cannot be talked out of that. Okay. Thanks. Thank you, everyone. All right. Um, so Hugh Jackman, I, I'm just going to give you the headline. He is bulking up for Wolverine. Oh, he's getting shredded, I bet. By eating oh. more than 8,000 calories a day. He's eating chicken burgers. He's eating salmon. Think he's eating hoagies? Probably. <laughs> trying to get the 8,000 calories. And you know what I love on my hoagie? Oil and vinegar. Thank you. It was a dash of oregano. Uh, so he'll eat... Patagonia salmon, which is 2,100 calories. He'll eat two chicken burgers, around 1,000 calories each. Chicken burgers are 1,000 calories? Okay. Uh, Two grass-fed sirloins, 1,100 calories each. So he's consuming over 8,000 calories now. To put that into perspective, Mm -hmm. Jonathan Majors from Creed 3 is jacked up. He's huge. I mean, he's just so big. He was doing 6,000 calories. For four months. And I, I bet that's fun for about the first week and a half. And then you feel like foie gras. I, but I bet I bet it's okay because you're burning so much by lifting weights and, and yeah. getting into shape that your body almost needs more calories to keep up. But you know, this and is it's good stuff. It's like, you know, they're yeah. eating 
Yeah, really good, like stuff. lean, lean kind yeah. of protein, I guess. Black bass as well. But what happens is, and I say this, Donna, and you know, people have said, what have they said about my body? Um, looks like my dad. Demi God. What? Right. <laughs> Anyway, but what you need to do here, they're in the bulking up phase where they're just eating like crazy, lifting like crazy, probably lifting heavy and trying to put on as much mass. And then the real B.I. of this whole process will be for the final month or 45 days when then Hugh Jackman, I would presume, has to cut. And so that's when you go from 8000 calories a day to 2,200 calories a day for a guy of his frame, which would be a little, and then tons of cardio, higher reps, and he is going to be shredded. And he said he's never done steroids. He said, I love my job. I love Wolverine. Uh, I've got to be careful what I say here, but I've been told anecdotally what the side effects of those are, and I was like, uh, I don't like that very much. So, no, I just did it the old school way, and I'll tell you I've eaten more chickens Sorry to all the vegans uh, and to the chickens of the world. Sorry. Uh, Literally, the karma is not good for him, he says. It doesn't have anything to do with chickens. Huh? He's just saying he's had a lot of chickens and and that he's building up bad karma because he's uh, Uh, consumed lots of living things. And he says, if the deity has anything related to chickens, I'm mm-hmm. in trouble. Yeah. Because I've eaten a lot of chickens. Right. Yeah, Got it. Okay. That's funny, actually. Yes. I would love to be, <laughs> I would love to get hired for uh, a movie, which, by the way, if we have any major motion picture filmmakers out there who are listening uh, and interested in signing me to a seven figure contract, I'm oh open to that. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. And then what I would love to do is this thing of your job, you are clocked in at the gym. Five, six days a week for two hours and just to approach it in that way. Because then right now, all of us, we're normal people, right? You you get in where you fit in and it's like, all right, you know what? I think I can sneak out and do 45 minutes of cardio right sure. now. I'll go do it. But if it was part of your job, like right now, if right. nine to noon, we were at a gym and had a trainer. All right, we're do- right. doing weights the first hour. Now we're doing cardio. Now we're doing core. Now we're cooling down. It would just be so fascinating to see you and me, Donna. We are people of the people. What would happen to our bodies if we did something super disciplined like that, where we had to, no talking your way out of it, right? for three months? What would happen to our bodies? We'd look really good. The problem is, A, we have not been signed to a major motion picture deal yet. Unfortunate. And uh, the other problem is, we have varying levels of laziness on any given day. You could not... Be more right. Also, See, she was even lazy saying that. Oh my god, <laughs> you, Steve, you couldn't take a handful of those gummies that you like. Holy! <laughs> it wouldn't be on the plan. You'd have to have the discipline outside of the gym. Yeah, the trolleys. The trolley. No, tro- sorry, I don't think that trolleys are uh, trainer approved. If you're going to be in a superhero movie, you know, I was just in a bathing suit situation last week. Mm. And I'd been getting kind of loosey-goosey for the last few weeks. Yeah, me too. And I thought, you know. Loosey-goosey. Whatever. Whatever, man. Tidy-whitey. Let's do it. I don't like the term tidy-whiteys. I don't like (laughs) tidy-whiteys. And I also don't like panties. Oh, the panties gross. I think that we should outlaw it. Okay. (laughs) On this show. Decree passed. (laughs) All right. Yep. 
Easy. Our, our member of parliament has made it so. This is Henceforth. Great. Bye, Holly. Bye, good crazy. Love you, Holly. All okay. Right. Hey, when we come bathroom. back, another reason to love Jamie Lee Curtis. She has an idea that I have been thinking about for the longest time. And I've never thought about it, read it, and said, yep, I'm in. Thousand yes. percent. Woo, we'll tell you what it is coming up next.